of the morning to you, Cisa. You smoothie, me ice cold pizza. Cafe, ole, latte, da. You do the Zumba, but I do not. Give me like half a marathon. I'll give you the gospel of St. John. It's been like the wake up on. Cause we both know that it's mercy flows in the morning.
alive. Good morning, Father God. Good morning, Lord Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. And good morning, Caleb. This morning, I'm going to talk about the devil. I already posted in the chat room that I'm going to talk about demons a little bit this morning. So I, I want to I want you to get you a pen and a paper or a pencil. It's a couple of things I want you to write down because they're going to be deliverance life lessons. I'm going to give you and share with you a deliverance life lesson this morning. And it's something that I don't want you to ever forget. And it's something I want you to put into practice, okay? Because I believe that somebody this morning is going to get a breakthrough. Somebody is going to get a breakthrough, and it's not going to be anything profound or anything like that. It's just something you probably heard, but you didn't really believe it, so you didn't put it to work. So all I'm going to do this morning is break it down and make it simple. That's all I'm going to do. And I guess... Once a week or so, I'm going to give you a deliverance life lesson. So get you a pencil and paper. Prepare for a deliverance life lesson this morning. This that new Kiki exclusive, y'all. Hot, hot fire, Let's go. I did it up for the first time. Made a mistake when I
you know what? I'm sitting here. I'm debating. Lord, do I tell him this testimony or do I not? Lord, this thing is so bizarre. Some of them going to believe it. Some of them not. That's why I'm, I'm sitting here debating with myself. Do I tell you this testimony or do I just keep it? See, some things be like that. So y'all pray. I'm going to ask God, do I tell you or don't I tell you or do I just move on?
that's what I'm going to tell you. When I was in South Carolina, a girl called me up. She said, Dr. Erica, my mother is dying, and they want me to pull the plug. She said, but I just don't, I just can't do it. I said, okay. I said, well, what you want me to do? She said, they, she said, they say that she's um, like clinically dead. I said, well, I know a man that um, he was dead for 45 minutes. I said, and if you want to, I, he's uh, I, I, on my Facebook uh, I can give you his name and you can call him. She said, no. She said, the Lord said, whatever um, you advise me to do, that's what I'm going to do. I said, the devil, the, the devil didn't say that. I mean, I said, God didn't say that. The devil did. I said, because God would not put that kind of responsibility on me. I know that. She said, well, that's what I heard. I said, okay. I said, well, I'm telling you now, you heard a lot. So she said, well, I don't know what to do. She said, I'm very, very close to my mother. I said, you know what? I said, the Bible says, ask God to um, that his will be done. His will, not your will, not my will, not, but his will. So we prayed that the Lord's will be done. I said, now, what do you want? Because God said he will give you the desires of your heart. She said, you know, I said, now you got to remember the the scripture says, it, it is appointed unto man once to die. So I want I want you to have that, you know, realize that too. I said, but what do what is the Lord speaking to your heart? She said, everybody, all my relatives are there, and they're all just waiting for her to die. She said, some of them have even gone to the gone to her house and picked out stuff that they wanted. I said, really. She said, but in my heart, I believe my mother can live. I said, so is that what you want me to come into agreement with you uh, for this situation? She said, yeah. I said, now you got to remember, you just said that will be done. So you can't get mad or hold anything against anybody. So we prayed. We prayed. And uh, I didn't hear from her <coughs> again. I didn't hear anything. So she called me back. She said, it's a miracle. I said, I said, what happened? She said, well, I went in there. First, I, I got in my Bible, and I, I read how put all the people out 
and then he he went in there in there and he laid hands on the girl and commanded her to come back. She said, I put everybody out. She said, they went and called the security on me. But between the time they called the security and um, they got there, she said, I prayed for my mother. And she said, I, she said she did something else that I don't, I had her review, but you know, you don't offer your life for nobody else's life because you can't do that either. And so the mama came back, opened her eyes, and you know, I, you know, I was glad to hear this part because y'all know me, you know, I love fried chicken, and the mama asked for some fried chicken. <laughs> Mama came back. Mama asked for some fried chicken. So then the mama was asking, like, like she had just come back from someplace. You know, she did. And she was asking what happened. And all the relatives ran in the room. The doctors, you know, they was trying to put everybody out the room. And so um, she said, she told her mama that she prayed. Now, this family come from about three generations or more of witchcraft. And this daughter was the first one to get saved in the family. And so, really, the mama went home in three days after they got through testing her, blah, 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 you know, making sure she ain't have no COVID-19. And so they still want, after the COVID, uh, whatever, they want to they wanna test her. They took some blood and they began to test her and do all this stuff. Well, this was, uh, this was back. This was back before um, this pandemic stuff, when this happened, because I was still in South Carolina, but they was testing her, you know, um, with Mars and SARS and MERS and all this stuff, because they don't know, number one, they couldn't find, <clears throat> they couldn't find why she was dying. So the mom came home, but now the mom never did get a complete miracle because God brought that lady back to death on the faith and the prayer of her daughter. So then the mom, the daughter told the mom the story about, you know, me praying with her and all that. Now, the mom is still a witch. Give me this one. So the mom experienced grace and mercy. The mom was not 100% like she was still sick or sickly, but she was alive. 
And the mom this week, I guess she had done it way back then. <coughs> the mom had asked the devil if she could exchange her soul for my soul. Give me this warning. If she could have the power and the authority that I walk in, that she would pray continuously for a soul exchange, my soul. Now, here's somebody I don't even know. I know the daughter. Daughter came out of witchcraft. But I had no dealings with the mom other than that that one occasion. So for about three years, this lady was petitioning uh, Satan to exchange her soul for my soul, you know. And when I prayed uh, this week, this past week, I tell you, I tell you, I do this headline because I want to make heaven and I want to live. And I know that devils don't want people to live. So in that prayer this week, when I call down fire and I ask God to expose it, this lady had to go back to the ER. And when she was in the ER, she called her daughter. And she told her daughter to call me, and if I did not forgive her, that she was going to die. So I said, forgive her for what? She said that she tried to do a soul exchange for your soul. She, she made a contract with Satan. For your, um, she say power. She uh, was going to give him your life, offer up your life. And she did, by the way. She said, but now she's going to die again if you don't forgive her. So I said, she did what? She said, she made an agreement, took out a contract for your anointing, for your life, for her to receive the power she needs, want it, want it, want it, and complete, uh, complete healing. I said, hmm. She said, now, if, she says, if you don't forgive her, she's going to die. She said, so will you forgive her? I said, wait a minute. Whoa, run this by me one more time. She told me again. She said, please, Sister Erica, will you forgive? I said, wait, I, I, wait, 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 wait. You mean to tell me portion of all this hell I've been going through? unnecessarily it's been hooking up with other demons and other people cause your mama who is right now dying 
cut a deal for my soul with the devil. She said, yes. I said, what did she offer? You know, for me, for me, for me. She said, a pig. I said, I ain't worth no more than a pig. Oh, my goodness, it's getting worse. She said, yeah. She said, will you forgive my mother? I said, look, this is hard for me. You telling me your mama been trying to kill me for about four years every day. Because she coveted something that only comes from God. She said, I know. She said, but I didn't even know. I said, where's the altar? Ask her, where's the altar? Altar was at home in her closet. I said, so not only that, she could have burned your house down, burning black candles in the in the closet. I said, I got, I got, I said, I got this. She said, Sister Erica, she dying. I said, she was dying when I first met her, which I never really met her. Brothers and sisters, I wish I could tell you I'm so, I'm not, whatever, whatever, I'm not. I said, your mama has already been forgiven by Jesus. She's forgiven. That's why you on this phone calling me. Jesus just wanted me to know how this was working. Jesus wanted me to know this level of hidden darkness can operate against a person. And they think it's coming from every other kind of... I said, but you know what? I'm alive today because of Jesus. Because if your mama and Satan and all his other uh, uh, co-laborers... I said, so let me tell you what. I said... I said, she's already forgiven. Now, note the fact. I did not say I forgive her. I had to call up a couple of people close to me that I knew I could discuss this with, and I knew they wouldn't know judge me. All I needed them to do was listen. Because... I was having a hard time right there. I was going through something I never went to before in my life, and God, God exposed it. This, this lady <clears throat> done cut a contract with Satan because she coveted something that don't even, I couldn't give it to her if I wanted to. But I gave her all I had when I prayed that she would live the first time. So I called a couple of people I know was honest. And I told them, they didn't give me any advice. They just said, what you always say, Sister Erica, pray for you, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That's the only way I ever want anybody or need anybody to pray for me. Don't pray for nothing else. And those kind of prayers stop this contract. So after after I had my friends listen to me and 
I came back. I was in here. A lot of stuff was going on this week, too. I put this before God, and I said, God, I can't do it. He said, I know. I know. But that's why Jesus came to do it for you. And I turned it all over to Jesus. I called the girl up. I said, put the phone by your mother's ear. And I said, in the name of Jesus, as an act of my own will, by the power of God's own Holy Spirit, I forgive you. I forgive you. I said, that doesn't mean I like what you did. I said, that doesn't even mean I like you, but I love you in Christ. I forgive you. Goodbye. I think that was one of the hardest things I ever, ever, ever had to do. Now, I done had a lot of people live around me and, you know, wish I was dead and that kind of stuff because they don't want to come to Christ. But that's the first person I met that actually, I, I know another witch, she did some pretty horrible stuff. I, I don't know. I've had some pretty horrible stuff done to me by witches. But you know what? I can genuinely say this morning, I forgive that lady. And I ask God for mercy for her um, soul. And I can tell you this, she's at home this morning. She's at home. You can do it. With the help of the Lord, you can do it. And you might need the help of one or two good friends. People that love you just the way you are. Because they love God. Not because they love you so much. But because they love God. And I want to tell you something. From the moment I did that, all that that the devil was trying to shove at me got shoved out the way. Burn up. Consume by the fire of God. It was a test. And God let me know I passed it. I don't know what your test is. But this is something I went through for 4 years maybe since I prayed first prayed with that lady. And God brought her back from um, death to life. And now this is the second time. And her daughter called me crying, you know, what can we do to me? Look, is your mama free? She said, my mom confessed all the witchcraft. I said, what she do with her paraphernalia? I said, I want you to put it in a box. I want to see it. I want to see it. 
I said, I want you to put all her paraphernalia in a box and send it to me. I want to see it. She said, okay. She said the altar was in the closet with people's names rolled up and sealed up in wax, written on paper. Sealed. She said it had a little red drop of red stuff. I said, that's blood. I said, that's blood. I said, all those people, you tell her to let them go right now. And I heard her doing it. I said, you tell her to renounce her father. She said, her father? I said, yeah, Satan. Her father. She went and she did it. And this time, I heard what true repentance sound like. Life and death, brothers and sisters is in the power of the tongue. And what you release is what you're going to eat. I'm going to release the pictures soon because she sent me pictures of, of her altar, her closet. She said and nobody in, in their whole life had been allowed in their closet. She had a lock on them. I said, yeah. I said, but one thing for sure, them demons ain't locked up. That's why all of y'all suffering. That's why you were suffering so bad. I said, just think. Because you got saved for real. I said, and your mama going and sitting in that big Baptist church where she can. And you know what she was over in the church, y'all? Oh, I bet you know already. The kitchen. The food. She got everybody in the church with stuff. Because she sprinkled it in the food. <clears throat> All them people love them collard greens. Macaroni and cheese. Fried chicken. Screwed it up. Dressed up. That's why they was having so many deaths at the church. And everybody at the church got an insurance policy, annuity to the church. Well, <clears throat> Jesus.
I believe the word of God when it says that <clears throat> Jesus is the Lord of Lords and King of Kings. Now, if I've been able to be this successful in Christ with somebody praying I die every day, offer pea blood for me, wow. So what's starting to happen is I noticed I got so much work done yesterday and the day before, because see, this happened. I had to wait till I was over it before I talked about it. Because I knew all that stuff happening, it was not normal. It was not normal. That's not my normal. You see, God is the king of glory, and he always will be. But you got to become overcomers in his kingdom. He, he is the king of glory. Calling the 
Jesus said, Behold, I give unto you power, power over all the power of the enemy, and nothing, nothing, nothing natural, nothing spiritual will harm you. He means it. It's the truth. That's why 
I declared war on them, but now it's really war. I've been saying it, but this is the first time God made one come back and repent or die. I thought that was really interesting. I thought that was really interesting. Because, see, the Bible does say, touch not my anointed and do my prophets no harm. Now, I know that that is really real. But then, you know, that word, that knife, that sword, it cuts both ways. God doesn't want us to live in the power of uh, unforgiveness and bitterness. And when you can't do it, that's when you have to allow Jesus and the finished work of the cross, brothers and sisters, to operate for you. I came around, my friends, listen, one of my friends, I feel sorry for him because, you know, I, I expressed my true feelings, like what I would really like to do, but that was through anger. <clears throat> so you see, the Bible says, don't let the last overnight. Don't let the sun go down upon your wrath. And because I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that we win. We win. And this is not the only time that I'm going to realize God's going to expose tactic of the devil. <clears throat> Not the only time. But I just know as long as I stay in Christ, as long as he is my focus, as long as he is my everything, the God going to keep blessing me. He's going to bless me to be a blessing to others. And he's going to bless others to be a blessing to me. Money could not buy what friendship and love provided me with this week. But that got me on. That got me on. Only what you do for Christ will last and what Christ did for you is forever and will continue to bless us this is a song that my father-in-law wrote the title of the song is you keep on blessing me oh, over and oh, over again oh, come on y'all over yeah. and over again here we go come let's on. try this clap your hands come on
ready to go to church. 